Hello and welcome to the Healing Insight podcast, episode 59, with me, Sarah Hunt. And me, Jess Hunt. Hello and welcome everyone. We're here again and uh, there is a beautiful windy uh, day down here in Bedford. Um, A good washing, drying day as they say. Um, And uh, yeah, they did promise us a bit of a mini heat wave apparently, but it's not feeling like that to me. How's it up in Leicestershire, Jay? Well, we we have the mini heat wave. There's not so much wind um lots of sun and it's very warm and if i go outside i've taken my jumper off so it's it's almost getting to shorts weather Uh (laughs) oh listeners jay spends three quarters of the year in shorts (laughs) i don't know how but anyway (laughs) um i like to be warm and and not cold (laughs) I tend to layer up, but there we go. Um, today, I thought it'd be interesting to explore self-belief mm-hmm. um, as it's something that a lot of people struggle with, I think. Um, so it's kind of would be good to, to have a little look at that, see where it possibly comes from, what we can do to um, have more belief in ourselves and, and our abilities and what we can achieve yeah. and what we're here to achieve. Absolutely. I'll just um, make an apology at the beginning of this. If my voice is a little bit croaky, I'm just o- um, getting over a cold that I had last week. So um, I might be a little bit croaky. Um, just no so you know. <laughs> it's not going to stop me doing it. but uh... That's good. That's good. Okay. So, self-belief. Do you feel that where people lack self-belief that possibly stems from things happening in childhood can do um although although it could be something that's that's happened that's just completely knocked their confidence and then affects their ability to believe in themselves and what they're capable of yeah it, it, it could be hmm, where would i go with this i i feel that so in in the true sense of the of the thing of knocking confidence, then yeah, that could happen at any time. So it could be something that happened yesterday could knock my confidence in myself. I would possibly um, go with what you said at the beginning in that there is likely to be, although that might be the trigger, there is likely to be a root. Uh, perhaps a bit deeper than that, that that's triggered within the person that may well have occurred in naught to seven or seven to 14 years old. So in those sort of early years, mm. it's likely that there would be a connection at some level. So the reason I hesitated initially is because it doesn't necessarily all stem down to childhood stuff. Although that is where a lot of the programming and a lot of the beliefs that we take on about ourselves are formed. Because we take our beliefs on from our parents, 
for example in the in the first instance it's quite often from mm. what our parents believe so if if your parent if a parent turns around and says don't do that you'll fall off and hurt yourself that could you know, say with a bike or whatever then or standing on a chair even then that can set up all sorts of beliefs in oneself it depends how that child in that moment interprets that statement and how they internalize mm. it so the reason i hesitated was yes i, I think on the whole from my experience with clients and, and myself for that matter then the majority of what we end up working with is childhood based or could be childhood based however there are things that have happened maybe in the last five ten years of someone's life that has had a significant impact so for example a client who uh, was in a narcissistic relationship finally got out then that triggered stuff in that person they were struggling with that doesn't mean that there was a link with childhood trauma or childhood issues of why they attracted that narcissistic relationship to them but it was linked to stuff about not good enough so it wasn't that they had any um no one had displayed any narcissistic behavior to them previously no one had bullied them no one had but there was an element of not good enough that was formed in childhood that this narcissistic relationship played into. And that's how they internalized it of not good enough. They linked it back to that, even though. But doesn't doesn't a lack of self-belief come back to not feeling good enough? You don't feel good enough. You don't tend to believe that you can achieve things whatever it is that you want to achieve yes and okay so i know high achievers i've worked with who um they're pushing themselves to the extreme they're struggling because they don't know so they don't believe in themselves but they do believe failure isn't an option so they keep pushing keep pushing keep pushing but they're coming up against a brick wall all the time that's not necessarily not believing in themselves because they wouldn't have achieved what they'd achieved if they hadn't have done it so there is proof mm. there so there is a belief in themselves but their belief is that failure is not an option so but they're not pushing themselves forward in the right way so um if someone's over motivated then they can or pushing themselves to the extreme so i'm thinking of me when i was back in corporate i mean i was doing sometimes a day i did 20 hour days for like weeks on end wasn't healthy for a relationship for my health for family life or whatever but i was so driven because in my case because i was proving to everyone that had doubted me from the age of five onwards that actually i am good enough i can do this but that drove me in the wrong way because it was an extreme reaction to a belief I held about myself where people are telling me I'm not good enough but actually I am actually I can do this and look at how well I'm doing but it was that constant drive to be better and to better myself yeah but don't you think you can have the two extremes that you can have that extreme of somebody becoming really driven to prove that they are good enough 
and you can have the other extreme where where the person has so little belief in in themselves that they're not motivated to do anything and they and then they they create a self-fulfilling prophecy yeah absolutely yes i yes i agree with that and there are there are different levels of how things affect people anyway so someone with and and this is why using terms like self-doubt i think are, are are a bit too broad in that someone struggling with self-doubt to the point of not putting their feet outside the front of the house because of whatever they're scared of or whatever the doubt's causing in them versus someone who just won't make a decision on what flavor ice cream they want they can they can be to do with their own self-doubt but at majorly different extremes so yes Absolutely. And and I, you know, if I think back to my corporate experiences, um, I, I remember, and there's one company in particular that I can think of, one job in particular, where, um, where I struggled to start with until I fully understood what I was doing. And my boss said to me, you're really good until we push you out of your comfort zone. And then it takes you, a, then you kind of struggle until you understand what you're doing and then you get your confidence back. So it, it's, you know, there's the different levels of things, isn't there? So, so I would go through periods of being, um, having a lot of self-belief, being really confident with what I was doing and then something new would be introduced to me and I'd go, oh, <laughs> I'm not sure if I can do this. I'm not sure if I understand this. And, and then I created situations that I can think of, one or two situations where things backfired on me um, in the clinical situation where I was teaching people to use equipment and what have you, because I haven't I fully understood things. I felt I didn't have enough self-belief and enough self-confidence. And so I didn't do things quite correctly and it all went a bit pear-shaped, which then knocked my self-confidence a bit more and my ability to believe in myself until I'd kind of got it straightened out by doing some extra training to do and and then having somebody with me to just um oversee what i was doing so that I, until i got my confidence back with what i was doing and therefore then got my self-belief back if that makes sense yeah. so it's kind of i think there's there's lots of different situations where self-belief can can be lacking and it and it may be for a short period of time or it may be something that's been going on for a long period of time and like you say it can be at different extremes and different levels depending on where you're at and what you're doing yeah and and that's actually the learning cycle anyway you talk about you know when, when you're pushed out of your comfort zone and we we can lack belief in ourselves but that's part of the learning cycle the, the, the way we learn so we learn something we're comfortable with something we have that level of knowledge we want but if we want to grow we have to learn something new so we have to push ourselves through our out of our comfort zone into learning zone or in to to take on something new so there is going to there is i would suggest there is an unsettled period for most people anyway Probably everybody, mm. it's just that whether it shows up. So someone who's really confident about learning new stuff doesn't mean they're going to internalize it and be able to use it confidently 
even though they've gone through the learning process confidently. Yeah. So it can show up at different points anyway. So I think I, I would, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that in terms of all of the clients I've worked with, so if any of, the, uh, any of you are listening in the past, they've all had self-doubt or self-confidence issues of some kind at some point that have shown up in or have been the root of the things that showed up that I've worked with. So uh, I would suggest that all of us, every single person on the planet has had some self-doubt or self-confident issue or has some self-doubt or self-confident issue, confidence issue anyway. I think it's it's quite common. Yeah, it's common. You look at um, teenage girls, makeup, when they go through that whole phase of, you know, it's all body confidence, which doesn't help when you've got the, the fashion industry showing stick type women and that's what you need to aspire to. Well, that, that brings up a lot of self-doubt and self-shame and body confidence issues in itself. Yeah. So... Yeah, so so a lot of uh, it's not just is it? It's not just what goes on in childhood, but it's the outside influences as well that go on um, from from the media, from social media, from other people around you, and it and it's the type of support that people get as well, and and that doesn't mean that people need to be completely nursemaided, but but actually feeling that they are supported, feeling that, that if they've got a question, say say they're, they're lacking self-belief at work, they're not fully understanding something, um, but feeling that they can go and ask the questions, they can get the additional information that they need to be able to build their confidence without feeling silly. Because if you feel that you shouldn't be asking the question or that you'll look silly or whatever, then that, that kind of just has that spiral effect of knocking you again doesn't it or you knocking yourself because you're um you're making the assumption that that you're stupid because you can't do this and that's probably and, and possibly a lot of the, the issues that we experience is down to that little voice on the shoulder that's 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 knocking us when we don't need to be knocking ourselves we need to be looking at the positives what we what we have achieved and and also and one of the things that i've been reminded of recently is to look back at where we were to where we are now yeah. and and that you know and, and and i look back at some things um a year ago to where i was a year ago to where i am now and there's a huge change but when you're in the minute by minute day by day situation you can't always see just how far you've come and how you've developed your self-confidence and how you've developed your self-belief in your and 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 then actually you're in a much stronger, better place now than you were six months ago, than you were two years ago, than you were ten years yeah, ago. Yeah. Um and, and it, it it comes back to reminding yourself to look back, see where you were, where you are now, and see and, and look at the journey. Just observe the journey, not analyze it, just observe it and see that actually, um, even if you haven't realised it, you've you've moved a long way and developed and, and grown um, in a big way over probably quite a short period of time, a relatively short period of time. But it's it's very easy to kind of be 
stuck in where you're at now and because things don't feel like they're going as well as you would like them to be going you can then find yourself um yeah i know <laughs> i'm very good at this one <laughs> probably why it's come up but but yeah that, that you actually are where you're meant to be and and again um we're laughing about this because this has been really highlighted to me where i've I've had expectations of where I think I should be um, versus where I'm at. And actually, I don't need to be where I'm trying to think I should be. I need to be where I'm at, <laughs> if that makes sense. Um, and, and so I've actually gone through a period of putting too much pressure on myself because I think I should be further ahead with what I'm doing than I actually am. And I've been reminded on a few occasions recently that actually, no, I'm exactly where I need to be. I'm developing exactly as I need to be. I'm progressing exactly as I need to be. And everything's okay. And and that is that is quite a thing to, to take on board and shift when you've been in a position where you've put a lot of pressure on yourself and your expectation is much higher than it actually needs to be. Um, it takes a bit of acceptance and a bit of understanding of yourself and a bit of, oh, actually, actually, it's okay. It's okay for it to be as it is. Because actually, when I look back to where I am now, I can see there is a huge change and a huge shift. Um, and, I, and I've developed far more than I realise I have, but it's just reminding myself to look back where I was a year ago, where I am now, big difference. And um, yeah, so so personal experience, <laughs> um, and self self doubt has has been a problem. But probably because I've put that pressure on myself, um, and and you you said about proving to other people, and I think it's not just proving to other people. I think I've gone, I went through a period when I was certainly when I was younger and and in corporate where I felt I needed to prove to myself yeah, yeah, that absolutely. I could do really well, that I could be a single mother and do a demanding job. Um, until, until I came to a, a, um, a period where it just kind of, well, it was after I had my car accident, but it kind of woke me up and I, I kind of realised that actually I didn't need to prove myself to, to myself anymore and that I needed to look at what was important to me in life. Was it, a demanding uh, corporate job where I was being pushed all the time to um, to achieve, achieve, achieve and be a high achiever? Or was it something that, that I could do that I really loved, that I could work around my family um, and give them more time? So, you know, things happen for a reason as well. And it, it's, it's sometimes it's to make us actually stop and look and and realise that, that actually none of that's actually relevant. It's the the it's what makes us happy that's really important and if we're happy then we start to have more self-belief more self-confidence if we're doing what we love we'll build our confidence back up because we're doing what we love yeah. um whereas if we're doing something that that we're not comfortable with that takes us out of our comfort zone then then that can affect us because it's not pressing the right buttons if you like to to keep us in that happy space yeah absolutely to pick up on a couple of things that you've said if we compare ourselves like you were saying you know look back to to see how far you've come if we compare ourselves today with us three months ago years ago whatever then 
we are more confident in ourselves because we will be making better decisions than we did then. We're making better decisions because of the experiences we've had and the lessons we've learned or the knowledge we've attained that we can now apply to making decisions going forward. So we are naturally improving our self-confidence if we see it that we are naturally improving our self-confidence because mm. that's what these lessons are. If something doesn't work right, if I click a b c and i don't get d then i should have learned something that a b c is not going to give me d in that instance so there is a learning which means then i can have confidence that a b c doesn't equal d but c a b does if you see what i mean so it's those learnings that actually help generate the confidence it's the underlying thing that's the problem which so it's the belief that we hold Going on to the, the other point I wanted to pick up on where I said originally, you know, we're trying to prove ourselves to other people. Actually, that boils down to we're trying to prove ourselves to ourselves. Because mm. the only reason we're projecting it onto other people and we're proving it to other people is because we don't trust and believe in ourselves. And mm. rather than face the fact that we're the one that needs to change and we're the one that needs to, to the work doing we project it onto other people. I'm proving it to him. No, you're proving it to yourself because of mm. how you feel about yourself. So Yeah, absolutely. Just come back to that, doesn't it? So it's, you know, it it's completely understandable that people drive themselves in the way that they do and driving yourself, whether it's driving yourself or not driving yourself, the link is actually, although they're opposite ends of the spectrum, the link itself is actually just not believing in yourself or some self-doubt or some issue with your belief in yourself to go through that. Or it could be a fear of failing. So if I do that and I fail, it's but it's the belief about what's going to happen versus what actually will happen. Yeah. But what we believe will happen or, or the fear of what might happen stops us actually taking the action that we need to push us through that because it takes us out of our comfort zone and when we go out of our comfort zone we feel vulnerable we feel you know it's a scary place to be well yes and no it's only there it's taking us out of our comfort zone because we're learning something new and as we grow our comfort zone expands contracts expands contracts but it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger over time or if you like more stuff becomes comfortable because we've mm. experienced it so the first time i got on a bike or any of us got on a bike that was not something within our comfort zone that first ever time and yet if you've learned to ride a bike getting on a bike now should be well within people's comfort zones because it's something that you went through that learning phase with or if it's not in your comfort zone because you haven't been on a bike for 20 years <laughs> And then go out on one, it soon will be because you kind of get you you remember that knowledge, don't you? And so you you get yourself back into that place of confidence with it. So yeah, absolutely. And I think the key to it in in my in my experience, in my life, the key to it for me in terms of my self-confidence and just trusting in my judgment the majority of the time, because I'm not perfect, <laughs> was getting to that point in my life where it doesn't matter what other people think about me. I'm not bothered. It's 
I'm just at that stage where if people like me, great. If people don't like me, great. Go and find whoever you do like. You know, I'm not worried about what people think of me anymore. It just doesn't matter because it's out of my control. It's their issues that they're projecting onto me about how they feel about me. It's not anything I've got control over anyway. And it's not relevant to me. It's not going to affect my life. It's not going to stop me sleeping. Might have done years ago, but I reached, I have reached that point about three, probably three or four years ago where it just doesn't matter. If that's what you want to do, you go do it. But it's not going but to that's because me. Is that not because you have more self-belief and more self-confidence in yourself? So you're happy with who you are and where you're at. Yes. And this is. And therefore it doesn't matter um the the response that you get from other people well it does and it doesn't in that yeah i mean yes it does i want to to put it and it's it's at that point of of not upsetting you it's yes and sorry that's what i was alluding to and, and possibly didn't explain but yes the ideal or the ultimate way forward about self-belief is to get to that point where you believe in yourself to the extent that, and this isn't ego, this is just believing in yourself to the extent that what happens outside of you doesn't actually matter. Yes, it's nice to get someone saying, oh, really good, whatever, you know, and get some external validation and get some praise and have some contact with other people. But at the end of the day, I can have someone say something to me which, depending on how I react or respond to it, or react, let's go with reaction, because it, it's typically first the, the, the initial thing. So whether, does it trigger me? If it does, then all that means is, thank you very much, I appreciate that, because now I've got something I can go and look at to, to heal within me that was triggered. Or it'll be something where, you know, it's kind of that, well, you know, Jez, that article you put out, or that thing you said, I don't agree with it, and and or... Um, something's not right with that it doesn't resonate with me then those sorts of things then I take that on board I don't I don't get it doesn't bother me it doesn't make me go oh god that means what I'm putting out there is rubbish and nobody everyone's no it just means that one person has a different opinion to me they've chosen to they've chosen to express that to me so what that does is then just okay let me just reflect on their viewpoint does that change anything? Do I feel what they're saying is truth, more truth than mine is to me currently? So what I mean by that is I learn, I change my viewpoint. You know, if I look back at what I believed six months ago or, or, or certainly three, four, five years ago, I've had dramatic shifts. And I've done that by looking at other people's perspective and taking that on board in terms of, just looking at it, sitting with it, maybe meditating on it, whatever. And how does this feel to me? Does this shift my perspective? Has this given me an aha moment or is it just, well, okay, that's their perspective. I No, it doesn't resonate with me, so I'll just let it go. So that's part of my growth. So I'm going through the comfort zone growth, but without getting nervous or agitated about it anymore. Mm. I'm not so... You know, if someone said, right, I want you to learn to parachute and jump out of a plane, that would, I can guarantee I would feel quite nervous about that. 
doesn't mean I wouldn't do it. Doesn't mean I would do it. But I can, I can, you know, even just thinking about it, I can feel that. Oh, yeah, not so sure about that one. So comfortable. <laughs> but that to me is normal. It's not about self doubt in this case. It's just I've never done it before. But if I think about it, lots of you know thousands of millions of jumps have been done and all successfully and very few problems statistically. So it's quite a safe thing to do if you go with the right people with the experience and, you know, you go the right routes to do it. So it's not about self-belief in something like that. But then of course, see, this is something else interesting about self-belief is then it's, it's um, context based anyway, because if you're comfortable with one area of your life, then your belief in yourself in that area will be awesome. But if you're so, um, so it could be a, a mother, a parent of children could be comfortable being a parent, but could struggle in a relationship with the partner mm-hmm. or other way around. They could be comfortable in a relationship with a partner, but struggle being a parent because they feel out of their comfort zone of, well, I don't know how to be a parent. I don't know what to do. That puts lots of people out of their comfort zone. Well, you know, in a lot of cases, it is a learn as you go. <laughs> That's life. Yeah. You know, yeah. we we will come across things we're not comfortable with. And whether that's actually self-doubt or just part of getting to that understanding in your life that things just happen and we have outcomes and sometimes the outcomes are what we want them to be and sometimes the outcomes aren't. It doesn't make it good or bad. That's just what it is. And when we get over the fear of getting an outcome we don't want or or the one we didn't intend and realize that if we get an outcome that we don't want, use that in the air quotes, but then all that means is that we've learned something. So the worst case of any situation is a learning. In fact, and that's positive because because if we don't learn, we don't grow. Yeah, absolutely. And actually, if you think about it, then then the outcome of it or the outcome of anything is a learning. You either learn something. Oh, if I do that, I get what I want. Or by doing these things, I got what I wanted or the outcome I wanted. Or by doing these things, I didn't get the outcome I wanted. It's it's all a learning. So there is no real downside. If we look at it has the bigger picture there is no downside it's all learning and stuff that we can take forward to make better decisions in the future it can be possibly linked to self-doubt but it can be the fear of the unknown the fear of what if this happens that is actually the problem when the outcome isn't what we want it to be what we desire it to be Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. So, um, so when it comes to decision making, for example, just about outcomes. And again, this is this kind of gets around the belief issue. I did an exercise with, and I, I've, I mean, I, I, this wasn't my exercise. I got it off someone else who got it off someone else who got it off someone else. One of the trainings I did years ago. But if we flip a coin, so if we're trying to make a decision, you know, the whole flip a coin thing, heads or tails, mm-hmm. okay. For the majority of people, and I've done this again and again and again, they'll make a decision. So, I don't know, um, 
let's use something really inane um vanilla ice cream or strawberry ice cream heads for vanilla tails for strawberry okay so they'll say right they've made that decision so vanilla's heads tails is strawberry the moment that coin gets flipped and goes up in the air they make a decision about which one they actually want because if it comes down so it'll be like oh i hope it's tails so they've already made the decision that they want strawberry but if it comes down heads they get disappointed oh oh well okay it came down as heads and quite often it can be oh oh well let's do let's do best out of three because it didn't come out yeah. as strawberry but until they but actually it wasn't the outcome that they decided they wanted yeah but they couldn't make or didn't make that conscious decision of outcome until the coin was in the air otherwise they'd have just said oh well, i'll have strawberry and that would have been it they wouldn't have needed to flip a coin in the first place so mm. we actually know what we want but we doubt ourselves we doubt what we want and possibly because of choice this is something we've not thought about i've not thought about for a while but possibly because life is so full of choices you're going to i don't know starbucks or a cost a cough coster or a coffee shop and you've got 58 different versions of coffee because you can have your different milks and your different flavorings and your different types of coffee beans and different sizes and different you've got so much choice is it any wonder that people struggle to make choices anymore mm. whereas if you say you can have ice cream you can have strawberry or vanilla then you've got two choices but it's still ice cream i mean you've got three choices because you could say actually no thank you but I think a lot of self-doubt is actually reinforced by things like that, where we have so many different decisions to make that we doubt ourselves. You know, if you went into a coffee shop and they said, coffee with milk, without milk. And yeah, OK, if you've got an allergy, you can have a, a soy milk or, or whatever variant. But if it was a very simple thing, then people wouldn't struggle with it. And as long as they knew that that's what they were going into, they didn't have all these choices. You know, think... Um, Sherelta and I were talking about this the other day, um, last well, last week. We were talking about we had in fact we hadn't had a, um, an Indian or a Chinese for ages, and we don't have them very often anyway. But it was like the the in joke between us was yeah yeah we'll get the menu we'll look through the menu and then we'll order what we had last time <laughs> because we get into that comfortable well I really enjoy that and actually what if I have something else and it's not as nice. So we can be presented all these choices, but we go down the route of within our comfort zone of that because maybe our confidence isn't in ourselves to make a different decision. You know, we, we default to the easiest option and the easiest option is typically either doing nothing or something within our comfort zone. Yeah. And I would suggest self-doubt related. interesting isn't it interesting how we default to those certain behaviors or certain choices um to keep us within our comfort zone it's like and i'm not saying it's everybody but you know i know at times i've struggled with stepping outside of my comfort zone as i've already said it is it can be very uncomfortable especially especially if you've got self-doubt or confidence in yourself lack of self-belief it, it can be a un very uncomfortable place to be but then 
if you can push yourself through that, um, th there's a lot that you can learn and a lot that will help you to develop, to be able to feel more comfortable with stepping outside of your comfort zone at a later date. Yeah. But it's building up that confidence to know that nothing bad's going to happen most of the time. Um, but but there is going to be some big learning opportunities. Yeah, I think to go back to that point of why we default, it, to me, it's kind of like our our comfort zone is like an elastic band. And it starts off at whatever size it is from when we we're born. And imagine just stretching it out into a circle. You're just stretching it out and, every, and holding it. And every time we learn something new, we stretch it a little bit more. And every time we learn something new and we go out of our comfort zone, we stretch it that little bit more. But we're, we're stretching it all the time. And it's us getting comfortable with holding it at that level. But the moment yeah. we become uncomfortable and you let go of that elastic band, it reverts back to its original size. And that original size is whatever we're absolutely at our core comfortable with. And quite often it's doing nothing. Because if we don't do anything, we're not taking any risks. So therefore, there is no downside to that. It's kind of the the what the feeling behind it or the thinking behind it is, well, if I don't do anything, then it can't go wrong. So I can't, so a, a, a bad outcome won't happen. When actually, mm. it's the wrong way to think because you could stretch it, you could stretch your elastic band stretch your comfort zone do something and you could actually end up with an outcome that you'd never dreamed of that is just an amazing outcome for you and you're right yeah. in the majority of cases there is very little that can happen to us that is actually that bad mm. really it's what we perceive it's going to be it, it's our fear over it does the... come back to our perception doesn't it yeah. our own perception and and our previous experiences that that then affect our perception. Well, I know but we can I... change our, our perception by being willing to to take that step forward and move through things. Yeah. And get the learning. I mean, I know I know people who've lost it, lost the plot, and been devastated when they've been turned down for a loan, for example. Well. Just because you were turned down for a loan, it's not the end of the world. There are other options. Mm. And actually, the learning is that either that approach to that company or that approach isn't right for you as an outcome. You know, it's it's our perception of things. If you've got a perception of, OK, that didn't work, let's try something else then you're more likely to take the action that's going to move you through it than, oh, that didn't work. Oh, my God, my life's ended. Yeah. You know, and that can come down to, well, will come down to self-belief, esteem, whatever issues with how we, how we feel about us. Mm. Yeah, and, and at the end of the day, the, the most important thing that we can do is, is love ourselves and be compassionate with ourselves and accept that that we are where we are and it's okay because it's right where we need to be right at this moment this now moment yeah. this is where we need to be and and that's been a big lesson for me recently that, that i'm exactly where i need to be and it's okay 
yeah. just to be where I am now in this moment. Exactly. Not everything will work out how we expect it to. Not for anybody. No, but that's that's because but, we're here to learn. We're here to develop. Exactly. And if everything went swimmingly all the time, what would we learn? And just remember that every day we're alive, we've 100% dealt with everything that life's thrown at us so far. So we've yeah, got we've got a hundred percent track record of dealing with everything that's been dealt to us. Very true. So pushing that out into the future a little bit, chances are we'll get through everything else that life throws at us as well. Yeah, and hopefully with a bit more self belief as we. <laughs> and I, I certainly would say that as I've grown older, my my self belief has improved incredibly. I didn't have a lot of self-belief or not self-confidence as a child. But as I've grown older, um, that's definitely improved considerably. But even so, I've had my moments. (laughs) And that's okay. Because as as I've already said, and as I've been reminded several times recently, (laughs) I'm right where I need to be. Everything's just as it needs to be. And um, everything is, is fine. It's good. So, anything I've, else to add? No, I've I've got a feeling we could have carried on, and this is a slightly longer episode than we would normally do anyway. So, no, I think that's a good place to pause, and maybe maybe this is something we need to revisit. Yeah, possibly, possibly in the future. So. Okay, so hopefully that's given people lots to think about, um, and. Something actually just briefly to to bring in, um, we've talked about affirmations and affirmations in the past, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, if you are having problems with self-belief or self-confidence, then maybe think about doing some affirmations to help you to feel more confident um, and to help you to, to shift your perception of yourself so that you have more self-belief and use affirmations to kind of get your subconscious um bringing answers forward to you to help you to have that to to put the changes in place to have that self-belief and self-trust and um in yourself um and if you want any help with that then do please get in touch with myself or jeremy yep either of us can help with that if you need the support yeah indeed righty so we'll leave it on that note um probably a topic we'll come back to at some point in some way in the future but for now it's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from him 